join me as we listen to Jesus' story as told by Matthew. May these few minutes spent listening today draw us closer to Jesus, and may our lives also testify to His power and grace. Hello, I'm Michelle Edwards, a member at First Lutheran, and today I'm reading from chapter 25 in Matthew, verses 1 through 30. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey, who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed? Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers, so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him, and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside, into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth." Jesus spent a lot of time teaching about the kingdom of heaven. 
He wanted people to know the importance of it and what they should do about it. He compared it to many common everyday things to help people understand. In today's passage, he uses two parables, two stories, to illustrate his teaching. The first is about a group of young women and a wedding. Obviously, the festivities can't begin until the groom arrives, but no one knows exactly when he will arrive. So they wait, with their lamps, as it begins to grow dark. Half the group brought extra fuel for the lamp. Now, in modern terms, think extra batteries. And the other half didn't. When their lamps started to flicker and sputter, and the groom is still nowhere to be found, they try to get oil from the others. Not good. There might not be enough for everybody. So they have to go off to buy more oil, and while they're gone, the bridegroom comes. By the time they get back, everyone is in the party room, and the doors are locked, and security won't let them in. They miss the whole celebration because they didn't have enough oil. The meaning of the story? Be prepared. Prepare for the long haul. God is coming for His people to take them home to be with Him. That might happen for each of us as we die, or some of us might still be living when He, when he returns and judges all the world. Either way, we need to be prepared to receive Him. We need to have our hearts ready for Him, repentant, forgiven, and cleansed, so that we can go with Him into the celebration. We need to take care of what's important so that we're not distracted by something else because we thought we had more time and wind up getting shut out. Jesus continued His teaching with another story, this time about a man going on a trip. He called in His servants and gave each of them a bunch of money. He gave one servant five bags, another two, and the third one, one bag, based on what he thought they could handle. Now, the translation I read at the start is the New International Version, or NIV, and it uses the phrase, bags of gold. Other translations use the word talents. This is a Greek word for a certain sum of money. Actually, it's quite a lot of money. One talent is equal to the annual wage of a day laborer for 20 years. 20 years pay. Imagine getting that handed to you all at once. And one guy got double that. And the other guy got five times that amount. A hundred years pay. That's a lot of money to hand out and then leave on a trip. So what happens? The first two servants each put the money to work. Whatever wheeling and dealing, buying and selling they do, both are successful at it and both double the money. But the third guy took the money and buried it in a hole in the ground. Why such different behavior? What's going on in this story? One thing that might not have seemed obvious at the beginning is that the master wasn't handing out gifts before he left town. He wasn't giving them the money for themselves. He was putting them in charge of that money. It was still his, but they were supposed to take care of it for him. This can help explain the different approaches. Some people when faced with handling someone else's money or things, will respond by taking extra care, especially if it belongs to someone they like. This is so-and-so's money. I'm going to work extra hard, take extra good care of it because I want the best for them. The second approach is a whole different attitude. This isn't mine. I'm not going to get the benefit. Why should I put myself out for someone else? I'll just do the minimum. It's not my problem to do any more. So back to Jesus' story. The master eventually returns, and now it's time for reports. First guy returns the master's original investment of five bags of gold and gives him five more on top of it. Master is very pleased, rewards him with more responsibility, 
and opportunity and invites him to celebrate together. Second servant gives a similar report. He had less to work with, but still worked hard, so returns the original two bags of gold with another two in profit. Master is also well pleased with him and the same reward and invitation to celebrate. Then we have servant number three. This guy says he knows the master is all about the profit and he was afraid of losing the money, so he hid it. And now he's returning to the master just the original bag of gold. The master is not happy with this. Even if he didn't want to work hard, the guy could have put the money in the bank to earn a little interest with no effort on his own part. So the master takes the one bag of gold away from him and gives it to the first servant. Then he has the third servant cast out. So what's the point here? What is Jesus saying about the kingdom of heaven? It's important for us to be prepared, as we learn in the first story. But here in the second story, we learn that we also have to work to make an effort to do a good job as God's servants. You see, God gives us many things time and money, individual gifts and abilities, opportunities to do things for Him. He expects us to do our best to reflect Him into the world, to treat people with love and kindness, to share the good news about God and His love and justice and mercy. We are waiting for our time to be with Him, but we have work to do while we wait for His return. Jesus said if we do well with the little things, we'll be given more, more blessing, more opportunity to do God's work. But if we don't do well, if we don't try to serve Him, He will take away what little we have and cast us away. It's not about the amount of work we do, it's about the trying. Success is less important than the effort. We are each uniquely equipped to serve God in our own way. He expects us to do our best with what we have been given. That's what makes us part of the kingdom of heaven, both while we work and wait and later when God welcomes us home and rewards our efforts. Let's pray. Father God, we recognize that we have come from you. All we have comes from you. Give us the wisdom and strength to use it wisely for your glory. Amen.